401k and sole proprietor. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's Adbits, this is going to be a, I would say five part series. Yeah, it's gonna be a five part series where I'm going to address in the next five Adbits, so this one and four others, a solo 401k rules and entity type. So I'm going to do solo 401k and sole proprietor on this podcast. Next week, solo 401k, single member LLC. The week after, solo 401k and a partnership. Thereafter, solo 401k and a C-corp. And finally, I'm going to end with solo 401k and an S-corp. So this will break down all the rules you need to know about how the solo 401k works, especially from a contribution standpoint and specific entity type. So let's start with sole proprietor. A sole proprietor is essentially any business that is not operated through an entity. So if you have a business, whether it's a consulting firm or a uh, consulting firm, law firm, manufacturing firm, retail, restaurant, whatever it is, and you have a business and you run that business as is without establishing an entity such as an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, you automatically default to a sole proprietor. Okay, so anytime you run a business and you don't have an entity, you automatically are treated as a sole proprietor. Now, sole proprietors are great because <laughs> you just get started, right? You don't need an entity. You don't need anything to get going. You can do a doing business as, so you don't have to be known as Adam Bergman Restaurant. You can be known as you know Italian Pizzeria Restaurant. Um, but you do not get limited liability protection. You save money by not having to file an entity form with the state, but you lose the ability to avail yourself of limited liability protection by employing the use of an LLC or a corporation. So that's obviously the big drawback. Your sole proprietorship income, your net income, after you look at your revenues minus your expenses, that's reported on a Schedule C. Schedule C is attached to your 1040. And the net amount of that Schedule C goes on the first page of your 1040, and that plus other income will determine how much tax you have to pay. So when you're looking to set up a solo 401k, anyone could set up a solo 401k so long as you satisfy two requirements. One, you have a business, okay? Sole proprietor, single member, LC corp, doesn't matter, entity, any entity type. Two, you have no full-time employees other than the owners of their spouses. Well, sole proprietor is simple because it's just one person. Only one person could be a sole proprietor. A sole proprietor can have 1099s but it's owned by one party. So it's generally one person, maybe a spouse, but spouses are okay. They're not deemed employees by ERISA. So it could be a business where it's a husband and wife and the wife could be a W-2, but because the wife is not deemed an employee, the sole proprietorship would still be eligible for a solo 401k. So those are just the two eligibility requirements. Other than contributions, which I'll get into in a minute, essentially the solo 401k will run the same way. It has loan features, Roth options, it can do traditional investments like stocks, but also alternative asset investments like real estate, depending on your plan docs. Same administration, less than $250,000, no filing requirements with the IRS, over 250K, have to follow 5,500 EZ, due July um, or uh, July 31 or extension to October 15th. Um, the only difference between the solo 401k rules and the entity type or sole proprietor you um, elect to use for your business is from a contribution standpoint. 
So today's podcast will focus on sole proprietors. 2022, if you're under 50, you can do 20,500. If you're over 50, 27,000. Based off your plan docs, that could be in pre-tax or Roth. Employer contributions. So most plans have two components, right? If you have a solo 401k through IRA Financial, we'll give you all the bells and whistles. Two components, employee deferral, 20,500, 27,000 if you're over 50, or employer profit sharing, which is 20% of your net schedule C. And when you add all that together, you can't go above 61,000 or 67,500 if you're over 50 for the 2022 taxable year. So if you made $100,000 net schedule C, you can do when you're under 50, 20,500 plus 20,000, 40,500. If you're over 50, 27,000 plus 20,000 or 47,000. Okay. When's that due? Well, with a sole proprietor, the IRS understands that unlike a W-2 taxpayer, most sole proprietors don't know what their net schedule C is until after the year. Right. You got to talk to your accountant. You got to get all your accounts receivable, figure it all out when the checks get deposited. So they understand that. So if you're a sole proprietor, you have until you file your tax return, whether it's April 15th, October um, 15th, if you have an extension, to make the employee or and or the employer. Okay, so you don't have to do them by 1231. If you have a sole proprietor, you have until April 15th or October 15th to do both employee deferral and employer. Okay, so that's a major difference between a C or S corp where the employee deferrals have to be done by 1231. Okay, profit sharing generally can be done before the entity files its return or the sole proprietor files a Schedule C on the 1040. The employer contributions have um, different deadlines and for, uh, excuse me, the employee deferrals have different deadlines based off corp versus um, sole proprietor and single member LC, which I'll get to in more detail in um, future um, podcasts. So in sum, sole proprietor, Employee deferrals and employer contributions can be made until the individual files his or her tax return, the 1040 with the Schedule C. Um, whether it's employee and or employer, they both can be done um, up until the return is filed. So that gives you some um, flexibility. So that's today's podcast on solo 401k rules and sole proprietors. As I mentioned, if you look at um, administration or the loan or investments, you basically have the same rules. It's only on the contribution side where you have to look at the type of entity the business is structured as, or if there's no entity used, to determine when employee deferral contributions uh, are required to be made, and then the percentage of employer contributions. 20% for sole proprietors, but that number actually goes to 25% for C or S Corp. So if you're interested to learn the solo 401k rules uh, for other types of entities like LLCs or Corps, check out the future podcast on this feed, AdBits, and um, I'll give you all the details you need. Okay, so really appreciate you guys um, listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. This is um, a nice series that um, I've gotten um, some requests from. I figured, you know what, I'm just going to break it down per entity type and give you exactly what you need to know if you have a sole proprietor business or LLC or multiple member LLC, C or S Corp, you know exactly how the solo 401k contribution rules work. So thanks again for um, listening. Appreciate it. And um, don't forget to check out the uh, next four ad bits, um, which uh, each will tackle a different entity type and how the solo 401k rules work. Be well, take care and have a great day. Thanks.